Welcome to episode 34 of the Wiretap Podcast with Alex. And Carlos, what's up, Alex? What's Not up to much, the listeners? Man. What's up to the haters? What's up with the ones that are just clicking in because they want to be nosy? How about the ones that are actually here for some good content, Alex? Yeah, we welcome them, don't we? Them. Yeah, we want to welcome them. And also, oh, if you guys have been listening to our show, uh, don't be shy, man. Hit that subscribe, you know, whatever platform. Hit you that know. bell. Just a reminder, we are on, on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, oh, iHeart, RSS Fit, Google, like anywhere. You know anywhere, what's funny? Stitcher, Stitcher, anywhere there's podcasts, we're there. Isn't that awesome? And, and the thing is also, I don't know, is like not that we worry. Honestly, we don't worry too much about the the behind the scenes of what's going on. We just kind of this is what we do. And 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 eventually, you know, people like our show, they'll end up following us. But if yeah. you enjoy it, just go ahead and just do it. Um, Hit that button. Do it. Don't exactly. be shy. Don't be shy. No, but anyways, we do appreciate it. Even though if you're not a follower, we appreciate you listening to the show. Um, Be a leader. Go ahead and yeah, yeah. yeah, go ahead and just put a comment on there, and then Drop if it. you guys got a topic you guys are interested in, also just let us know. We, we'll, we'll explore. That's right. That's right. We'll explore the topic. You know, we'll do some research and and make sure we got all our facts and and we'll talk about it. That's right. We'll present it. We've we've done that before. But listen, speaking of topics, Alex, have you uh did you get my uh my share drive where I sent you uh, that there was five places in the United States that would actually pay you cash money for you to live there. Have you seen that? Yes. You see I that? Have. Speaking of content, yes. speaking of good content, those of you that are looking to start over, those of you that are looking for, you know what? I want something different. I want to get out of where I live. I want to change mm-hmm. my surroundings. I want to do new things, big things, different things. Hey, I got some cash for you if you do move there. Have you seen some of those five locations? Yeah, the, and, the, and, and they're the actually that not is, bad, bro. And also, you know, because of COVID, uh, for, for what it's, it brought some bad things. And, of course, it also brought some good things. I, I think if you look at it in a positive light, you know, we're having uh, companies accepting a lot of remote uh, working remotely. Positions, like my, yeah. my company is even one of them. And I know there's plenty of companies out there that some companies are not requiring, you no more to go to the office. You can hundred percent be remote. Um, right. And this is a huge opportunity uh, for you. If you want to relocate to a place where you can work remotely and maybe has a different lifestyle where it's not so much that it costs so much. Right. And this is a huge opportunity for you to is much more affordable than where you may be living. Correct. So a lot of people from California are relocating or, and they're looking for one of these States that has these kind of programs. Now these programs do come with some stipulations and we'll go, I guess we'll go through a couple of them, Carlos. Oh, I love it, man. Like one of my favorites is Morgantown, West Virginia. Now, listen, if you like cold, West Virginia is your place. I'm not a, I'm not a fan of the cold. I, I prefer, you know, something mm-hmm. a little more Georgia ish. Right. Uh, but Morgantown, West Virginia is given up to $12,000. Check this out. You get $12,000 cash, 10,000 for your first year, straight up 2000 for the year after. Then you also get two years of free outdoor gear rentals. Like you can, you know, if you're trying to explore the area, you got two years of just free gear rentals to just go out and enjoy uh, the life that's around you. And here's the other part. Here's what I really like is the free co-working space, like access to 
to WeWork, mm-hmm. access to just these common places. Well, they're not so common, and I guess you could say that, but they're yeah. co-working space. If you're starting a business, right? If you're like the fact that you want to work from home, but you want to go somewhere else just to change your environment, you've got access to that. You've got access to social events. Listen, bro, I'm telling you, I was very impressed. The other one I saw was Tulsa, Wait, Oklahoma. I've been there. But yeah, man. Before we even before we even jump onto the next one, a uh, yeah, couple of things to point out is you want to make sure that you clear it first with your employer that you're able to work out of state. You know, work at a different co- a different state, and you continue to doing what you're doing, right? Because if you you end up moving and then you can't do what your old job used to be, then you got a problem there. So one thing as a tip is make sure you clear it with your employer. Second thing is make yeah, sure don't you don't get fired for that. Yeah, correct. And another thing is you got to figure out what you want to commit to before moving, because obviously right. moving is a big commitment. And, right. and a lot of these places have yeah. like, you have to be a year or some of them have two years. So understanding what your interests are and what you're looking for. And then now we can go into the second place, Carlos, go ahead. Dude, the second one was Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, I lived in Oklahoma for almost four years and in, in Tulsa, uh, Tulsa's pretty, I mean, yeah. pretty chill. I, I enjoyed Tulsa. It's not as, it's not, a, it's, it's busy, but it's not Atlanta busy. If that makes sense. It's still mm-hmm. got that home. It's like a Gwinnett. If I could really put it into, uh, those of you that are from Georgia, okay. uh, and, and you're familiar with this area, if not, so, I don't know so a mid, a mid-sized to. city, not too, yeah, too busy, but it yeah, is a little yeah, bit, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. got nightlife and everything. Right, right. They'll give you 10 grand on your first year. You have access to a co-working space. Uh, the third one I saw, uh, oh, you, oh, but with Tulsa, you got to make a, a minimum of $10,000 a year and you got to move within six months. Right. And you got to make sure mm-hmm. that, uh, that you're not already living there. Right. <clears throat> so keep that in mind. Uh, Mm Because they are trying to draw people from their own state, right? From Oklahoma themselves. Uh, But, you know, I did. They're trying to grow the city, I guess. Yeah. 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 Now, this other place, I've been to this place, man. I think it is one of the most beautiful places in America. I'll be honest with you, man. Uh, This is Northwest Arkansas. So it is in Arkansas, of course, but it's Northwest. It's like considered Fayetteville. It's a beautiful hilly area. It it's you get mountains, but you also get yeah mountains, plains. I mean, it's just beautiful. And- yeah, man, it's so nice. I really enjoy uh, Northwest Arkansas. But you get a ten thousand dollar cash incentive, right? Uh, but you mm-hmm. got to be at least twenty four years old there. Uh, you know, of course, your job has to approve it. Uh, but you got to live outside of Arkansas. You can't live two in years of work experience, right? Right. You employment. Gotta, yep, and you got to move in there between six, like right within six months. Right. Because it is a big decision, but you got to pull that trigger. Right. So 10 grand right off the bat. You've already got four places. Now, the last one I've never seen. I've never been to the Shoals. I'm sure I've been near the Shoals of Alabama. Uh, They'll give you 10 grand. Uh, You got to make, of course, a minimum of 52,000. You got to move within six months. Uh, the, the, the eligibility is not that tight, if that makes sense. Right. They're, they're not that strict on it, but out of those five places, Alex, if you're looking now, keep in mind, if someone is paying you, you know, 50 grand and you're like, I really want to increase my revenue for this year because I've got some goals. I've got to knock out, bro. You can generate an extra $10,000, right? As long as you know how to make that happen without incurring additional expenses. Cause the goal is that you of course maintain or, you know, at the end of the day, I would say create some kind of 
cost savings, right? Because your cost of living should be going down if you're moving out of a metropolitan city, uh, which is a must, I would say. Uh, you certainly save in so many ways. I've, I've, I can attest to that. Uh, but yeah, no, I would say out of those top five places, Alex, 10 grand, man, you can't beat that, bro. Like 10 grand right off the bat, just to come hang out with us. I'm all in, bro. But you, 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 uh, any of those jump out I at mean, you, man? I mean, no, the, there's a couple places that if you are looking for that and want to take advantages, I mean, I definitely like the, the one that was it, um, the one with the mountain trails and stuff like that. What was that? Oh, one Northwest at? Arkansas. Yeah, Northwest. Yeah, Arkansas. I mean yeah, that yeah. that sticks out to me because I like the you know woodsies and nature and stuff like that. Uh, I think that that'd be cool. Um, Tusa, Oklahoma, is doesn't seem that bad either. So I mean, right. <clears throat> I, I don't know if I would particularly do it myself just because I mean moving is a hassle, dude. And then of course if you got family and you want to stay close and but if you're not about that then I don't see a problem. I wouldn't mind moving to a different state and, and, you know, maximizing my, my own gains. Right. Yeah, no, I, I think it's, I think it's a great idea. I think it's good for economic development. I think it's good. Uh, it, honestly, man, it, it'll help grow your town, help grow your city. Uh, it just, it just, what it does, it creates more momentum, right? It generates, it generates tax opportunities for the county or for the city that you're living in. Uh, there's just so many advantages that they want to carry some of these advantages over to you. And if you like it, hey, you know, you've got at least two years of funding in some places, right? Two years of funding and you can come back. So let's break those down. Did we mention Topeka, Kansas? Did we mention that? I think you skipped one, but I wasn't too sure. Um, okay, so Topeka, Kansas, this one's a little more detailed, right? Up to $5,000 mm-hmm. for renting the first year, or you can get $10,000 if you purchase a home. But Jimmy John's, check this out. Jimmy mm-hmm. John's is willing to give you an extra $1,000 if you relocate to one of its delivery zones, like straight up. They'll give you 1000 yeah. bucks straight up. Uh, so, you know, again, there's opportunities. Uh, if you're looking to increase, uh, if you're looking to increase your revenue and you're looking to decrease your cost of living, this could be an opportunity. I don't think in, in the time that I have been around this life, I don't think I've ever seen something like this, Alex. How about you? No, I mean, dude, I mean, not that I'm looking for that kind of stuff, but yeah, I haven't heard it at a high level where people are incentivizing, by giving you cash to move, I have heard it where employees, you know, when your employer uh, is opening a new plan or something, wants you to relocate because they want you to run a particular department and they're willing to give you incentives with all moving expenses that I've seen. That's very common, but where the city itself is trying to give you incentive, you know, incentivizing people to buy money uh, that that's kind of rare. So definitely take advantage if you're in that and you're looking for a new place to go. I, I don't think it's a, a bad idea. Absolutely. I, I and, and if I could pick out of these places, I would definitely go Northwest. I think I said that, but I would definitely do Northwest Arkansas. Uh, I, yeah, that's I think cool. A, we might even have some listeners from Northwest Arkansas listening. Uh, you know, yeah, so so it's good. Uh, so anyway, man, I, uh, I, I was really uh, thrown off by this uh, because I was like, man, these are these are people that are actually offering cash versus just tax write-off or other Mm -hmm. type of incentives that there's other cities don't get me wrong that will give you things that these guys are going straight to cash so i think that would create some drama for sure uh i think that'll create a buzz in in certain people who are looking for something new new adventures new surroundings people are looking to start over maybe you're maybe you just got divorced maybe you're ended a relationship maybe your company is yeah, yeah maybe your company is relocated 
creating there and they're building something and they're offering an opportunity. Hey, here's an additional opportunity to increase your revenue. But speaking of drama, man, uh, speaking of drama, have you ever heard of this company called Goop, Alex? Do you know what Goop is? Yeah, it's a company founded by Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, man. Do you, and you know this actress, right? You know who Gwyneth Paltrow is. Oh, yeah. Right? I, I, yeah, I like her. She, she's a cool actress and very talented, smart. Wow. That was that was a lot of characteristics, Alex. I feel like you really do know who she is. I do. I, I follow her. Smart. I she's mean, funny. definitely she's she she's, uh, she's comes got in great uh, jokes. She really makes me smile every time I see her smile. There's something about her eyes. Like, that's how you sounded, bro. Like, literally, that's how you sounded. I mean, you know, what's you know, not what's not yeah. what's not, what's not to like, like about. I get it. Exactly. I get it. Well, what you're not going to like, here's what I will tell you. Alex. I what share you're a different not opinion, gonna... but go ahead. <laughs> here's go what ahead. you're not going to like. You're not going to like what's been going on over at Goop, which is a very interesting name ah. for, a, for a healthcare a wellness brand called Goop. Uh, do you know, did you, have you canceled? Go, ahead, some of go this? ahead and just spit it out. Cause I have a different opinion about this. So just, it's, and okay. I, it's, a, it's, it's very it is controversial. Yeah, go ahead. It's very controversial. She's, I mean, at the end of the day, she's not taking care of her people, bro. Well, that's a, hold on. It's a it different is what it story. Is. And of, she's getting a lot of backfire on it. They're getting backfire because of certain things that are happening, but it's not because of, go ahead, just give us some examples here before we go deep into it. Well, you've got employees that are complaining, right? You've got employees. Uh, is it employees or is it people who are paying money? Because people were complaining about a particular class that they did, bro. They, which they, the whole time, bro, they they lost their COO, their second in charge, or second in command. She yeah. let her go, straight let her go. Like this is your operate, this is your logistics and operations person that you let go of. Like this is your person that holds that company to get they are the glue because you don't have time to be the glue you're Gwyneth Paltrow right you're trying to make other things happen to generate cash right to keep this company afloat and with COVID a lot of things took place and that's what she's saying right she's blaming a little bit on COVID but she's also uh, from what I'm getting from this Alex that she's a little bit of a tyrant bro did you catch that and the reason I wanted to bring this up, and you may be wondering, how is this connected to business, Carlos? Well, because no matter what leadership role you may have and wherever it is that you have a leadership role and wherever it is that you're working and contributing to a company, it matters how you take care of others, right? It really does matter because if you learn to take care of your employee, right, they'll learn to take care of your customer. But Alex, what are you pulling from some of this? Well, the thing You're going is, into is the testimonials, right? No, no, no. The thing is, is like she's basically trying to say, hey, look, we got we got an amazing team um, that I'm trying to bring. You know, we're bringing a lot of incredible ideas from not just me. So she's trying to make the company not not revolve around her is kind of be more organic. What I think is people people say like, OK, for example, there was a people were complaining because there was a weekend where they had a panel. She wasn't accessible to people. Like yeah. people wanted to have access to her. And of course she was a little bit off to the side where she wasn't yeah. accessible. Um, it costs roughly around $8,000. They said they put a price tag that, you know, that include like $1,600 for a hotel, a gift bag, a, you know, gift bag that was worth over $3,000 and, and whatever they, you know, they had like people like uh, 
uh, Penelope Cruz and they had a bunch of stuff out there. So people were complaining about that. It was a ripoff that she was an extortionist, stuff like this. But here's the thing, dude, she's trying, she's trying to help the female community here. And, and they need to give her a little break. And this is why she's trying to give, like, they developed this, uh, this product that's called DTF, right? Really creative DTF, right? So she's trying to help you sisters out there, like boost your libido. You know, every day is stressful with anxiety, the hormonal wop, wop, changes, exhaustion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. trying to help you be happy. And why? She's trying to get these vitamins out there so you're happy you can work it out with your partner and have right. a little bit different life so it's a very interesting it, candle selection she sells by the way yeah the candle selection is like she <laughs> was tired of the fragment you know the all the scents <laughs> that they were dedicated to women this one says that I she's this, i don't think i would buy look, listen anyway okay no i wouldn't buy it either but here's the thing is she's trying to help marketing uh, yeah she's trying to help our, our lady friends out there and and just Boost them, have, be more open, accept who you are, be more sexually active and do some other stuff. I don't see nothing wrong with it. Maybe their the business practices, um, who knows what's really going on. And that's maybe a little bit more to dig into. But here's but, the thing. We live, we live in such a cancel culture, Alex, right? Mm -hmm. That it's not about, okay, you got to keep in mind, it's no longer about what the company sells, right? It used to be that, that it was all product driven. It was all about the product. It was exactly what the product did for me, right? But once this cancel culture makes about its, you know, it's, it's, mm -hmm. it's awakening, if we want to say that in such a woke culture, if we want to put it that way, is that companies, right, are wanting to be morally correct. They want to do the right thing. They want to, you know, jump into that woke capitalism that we talked about a couple of months mm -hmm. ago. And, and what happens is if goop is not, I guess you can say careful, right? This affects their sales, right? This affects their opportunity. This affects the whole company. You may say, well, they're just some business practices. They got to, you know, they've got to get better, uh, but they've got a fantastic name of a candle, which probably smells delicious because the name of it, blah, 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 blah. Right. Okay. Well, that's great. Right. That's fantastic. That means you've got a product that can generate sales. But if you are known as a company that doesn't know how to take care of people and someone stands up in this cancel culture that we live in and says, Hey, I was harassed. I was laughed at, I was bullied, blah, 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 right? Then those yep. that are connected to this brand so deeply could say, you know what? I don't need to support something like this, right? But check this out, but check yeah. this out. So one of their statements is, we operate from a place of curiosity and non-judgmental, and we start hard conversations, crack open taboos, and look for connections in re Renaissance everywhere where we can find it so obviously they know that it's like we don't mind being the tip of the spear in short we go first so you don't have to we're glad we're here so they're already telling you hey we're going to push the boundaries we want to be controversial this is who we are we're going to open up conversations and push people now there's a difference of being pushing the boundaries asking questions and treating your people in a in a non-respectful way you know i think that's two different distinctions there so it's okay. Like, for example, some people having a hard time 
um, in Valentine's Day, the company released its first vibrator right for Valentine's Day. Um, they said jokingly, you know, we had to pass the time somehow during the coronavirus pandemic is that we tested a lot of, we take our job serious and blah, blah, blah. Right. So obviously they're doing stuff. I'm not, I'm not saying that that's a good thing or a bad thing. And, and I'm not saying that that's something you should have or not have, you know, whatever it floats your boat at that point. But this is a company that's telling you, it's a company that's telling you, dude, we're going to push the boundaries. We're going to look for, we're going to not be okay. And you got to be okay. As with they that. should, as they should. But you also got to take care of people and make people feel like they belong, right? You also, yeah, that's different just because though. you I, operate in non-traditional, right? Just because you operate in non-traditional manners and non-traditional ways does not give you a right to be a jerk, right? It does not who, give you a right to is, just is, be Who's saying that? Is it employees? Because I, because yeah. I didn't see that yeah, I mean, employees were saying that. Oh, I heard man, that yeah. it was. It was people that were with the product. They had issues with some of the things that they were putting out. That's a different story versus employees and people saying that they're not being treated or they're treated unfairly. You know, they the the information I pulled, of course, uh, talk about the unfair advantages of some of the situations uh, that went on at Goop. Uh, there was there was just uh, there's even there was even uh, give me a second, Alex. There's, there was even a suggestion that there was a financial trouble. And because there was financial trouble, these decisions to eliminate staff members, right? Uh, staff members were let go of. Now, listen, that's in any company, right? If a company is going through a hardship, a company's got to make some hard decisions. But, right, it's how you do it. It's how the culture, it's how the company culture is going to react. And if, again, I go back to, if you're not taking care of your people, your customers will one day get a hold of that and say, you know what? I'm done with this company. I can't support this. I mean, let's be honest. Okay, let's, let's go here. When you found out, right? When you mm -hmm. found out there was a specific shoe company that had uh, these sweatshops on the other side of the world and making people work for... 70 cents a day, right? And you're paying $250 for those boosts that you thoroughly enjoy so much, Alex. Mm -hmm. what you, does, does that make you want to say, I can't do this. I can't buy these shoes. That's not okay. I can't support that. Well, the, the idea is, I mean, how do, how, do you, how do you stop something? Do you just not, you stop buying like those Adidas that you mentioned? Yeah, or you do make, you let you send the government, or you do we put pressure, or we put pressure on the governments? Like this is not okay. Don't allow it. I mean, we all know what happened with Apple and their the China factories. But the government, the gov yeah, but the government here is not going to stop that. That's not their. That's not their labor law. We <laughs> that's have what labor I'm saying. Laws. Is the, that's what I'm saying. Is the government's responsibility from those countries to step in and say this is not allowed. This is not no, okay. Oh, our country. Our, our, we've got bigger fish to fry as a nation, right? Uh, what we do as consumers, right, is we so you don't just stop allow, buying those Adidas. Yeah, you just don't allow supply and demand to take place, right? There's no need to supply it if there's no demand, right? So at the end of the day, the way you send this message, right, is you say, we're not buying this, we're not okay with this, you need to fix this, and you need to pay people fairly, right? Which is well, the don't same allow thing. It to come it's, the same, it's the same thing with Starbucks, right, bro? It's, hold on, it's hold on. paying these, these coffee, right? 
Dude, coffee don't pops. allow the. But if you want to, that have to happen, don't allow it to come into the country because as soon as you allow it to hit the, the well, shelves, capitalism, it's really... capitalism, capitalism is alive and well. Capitalism is going to allow it to take place, right? How well, they got you, that Adidas so you... and what they paid for it does not matter to our government. So how do you stop it? You can't. Then yeah, case... you just stop buying. You just stop buying and send well, a message, right? You stop buying and send a message, but, and you say the thing no, is, it's like okay, not okay. So if I have a U.S. product, it's going to cost me this amount of dollars. And there's people that are not that privileged in the other one. It costs $10. You're going to be like, okay, well, I don't have a choice. I got to buy the $10. So in a way you are supporting that. And maybe you shouldn't, I'm not, I'm not here to debate your, everyone's out, you know, our listeners or everyone's out there's morals. I mean, sometimes you just got to, you're able to do what you can do and that's it. Well, then you so don't it, buy it. Then you don't buy that's what it I'm if, saying. You're if you're not able for to that, have the right? opportunity. You don't buy it. And, 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 and to circle back to goop, it's the same thing, right? If you want to send a message to someone like a CEO, Gwyneth Paltrow, and say, hey, you got to start doing a better job of taking care of these people, right? Then you got to do it. I mean, listen, there's, I believe I read something like something crazy. I believe it was like uh, women who were pregnant didn't get time off. Like, bro, you got to allow maternity leave. This is a woman. Co- Dude, like, this is a women's company. Even, even, oh, yeah, uh, that, that's not, even like in some Cal- in California, they allow for men to have maternity leave. Like, you can have up yeah, to like four, six, absolutely. five weeks. Absolutely. There's countries out there that give you three months, and some of them even pay you six months to to stay at home, both parents. Uh, there's countries out there that, that are doing that. And, yeah, definitely if this is like, if she's not allowing – women to have maternal leave and everything is like this is a uh you know it's a woman's company that should be more supportive of women and just in everyone in general i don't think you should make distinctions because now we go into a man and a woman and if we're all trying to have equal rights i think she should i'm be looking equal for, i'm looking for that employees. i am i'm looking for that article that i found a couple of days ago i need a so don't quote me on it until i find it because then you know i, I gotta quote the source right but I will yeah. say, I will say, bro, I will say that at the end of the day, you got to take care of your people. And if you take care of your people, they'll take care of your customers. And if your customers learn that you're taking care of your people, they want to support a good company, man. They want to support mm-hmm. a company that makes a difference. They want to support companies that are doing good things. They want to support companies like that honest. have a strong moral compass. Yeah, like Honest, like Jessica Alba, right? Same kind yeah. of situation, right? There's probably some things that are taking place internally that are probably not 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 on the up and up, I would say, uh, as to you know, how subjective most- it is. But these operations are out in the public. And it's like people are are saying, look, this is the reason she's doing this is because her sales are going down. So she can really care less about us, right? She made the decision based on money versus other things. And yeah, and, that, and that's wrong if she's doing that. But I'm not, I don't know enough about, you know, everything that goes behind closed doors in the company. And we're obviously we don't know. But if a lot of things start coming out, then maybe it's not a company you want to support. I mean, I like her as an actress. I think she's great uh, and she does yeah. her thing. But yeah. another thing is is being a great actress and then having a, and not knowing how to run a business. It's two different things. Right, right. Just just because you have a business, it does not mean you know how to run a business. I'll say that again. Just because you have a business, it does not mean you know how to run a business because you can run a business right into the ground let's just be honest and it is yeah, absolutely so so, so i talking, mean it is what it is but yeah i mean so, so talking about developing how can you improve yourself and and we talked a little bit before about moving and developing and and 
in creating growing as an individual, a, yeah. Growing as an individual. We wanted to bring 10, 10 tips here of how to, you know, how to publicly speak a little bit better or or tips that you do when you're in a in a meeting or a conference or when you have to present some. We've we've been in those meetings where you have to uh, present a demonstration or you have to present in, in a a presentation in general presentation yeah. or you got you're a trying deck to ready someone, to go yep. or you're trying to train a group of people and i don't know about you carlos but even though i've done it countless of times you still get a little nervous mm. i don't know about you i mean there's always have that little ner- i'm not saying extremely like you're nervous but you get those little uh, small jitters sometimes like oh like okay here we go and it's until you kind of like start then you you kind of settle into the into the what you're doing, but it's always that beginning like okay like here I go. Um, people could it could be nervous for a lot of people. I know sometimes it's a little nervous for me. So one of the tips that we have about that is you know you got to practice and be prepared. You got to know what you're talking about, the talking points. You got to know your content. Yeah, you know I mean you got to know. Your yeah, content. and and the and the thing is is you got to feel you got to feel like you you know what you're talking about because when your heart still, you know, starts pounding and you start getting those nervous hands, it's not a good luck because everybody could see you. And this is like, okay, start sweating. Yeah. There's like, that. maybe this you guy didn't prepare you himself. Thumb, like when you play soccer, you, you put your little thumbs up. Do you do that when you're talking? Do you use your little thumbs? You no, because I probably, I'm, I'll probably move my hands in the air, trying to explain something. I'll probably move them back and forth. I got mean, it, I'll probably it, do it here it. in the, in the, in the, in the podcast, Absolutely. you know, where I'm talking. And I'm going, yeah. Yeah, but it's the same thing. Those are not nervous traits. Uh, I think it's more like like if you're going like this or shaking or kind of which like, is okay. It's okay yeah. to be nervous, right? Would that's you what I'm saying. It's, it's okay. okay. It's okay yeah. to be nervous. You just can't show it that much, and you got to be prepared of what you, of what you're. Got to practice, 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 right? You got to practice. Yeah. You got to know what you're about to say. You got to know your content. Alex, you said something really important earlier that that <clears throat> a lot of people tend to forget is you got to know your audience, right? You got to know that it's about them, not about you, right? You have brought something of value and you're about to deliver and change their day and change those next 20 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever time you've got left, right? Because what you're going to do is pour into them, right? Because obviously they're listening and learning from you because you have something of importance or of value to bring to the table. Uh, And you got to organize your thoughts, right? You got to, that's number three. You got to organize your thoughts. You got to organize your material. uh, So that way, when you do show it or you do explain it, they realize, man, there is a really deep purpose here, right? I really learned something from this. So you got to know your audience. Yeah, man. Yep. No, no. Oh, know your audience. Yep. Okay. And know I would your material. Say, what I love is the feedback, right? When and that's I look what at I was going to go. Oh man. Yeah. 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 Go for it. No, no, But uh, uh, as far as the feedback, and this is kind of critical and is very important. Uh, the, the feedback is very important of how you're meeting. Let's just pretend that we're training something or you're going through a presentation and you don't have to finish your presentation completely. If you start going through your presentation or the training and you notice that you're going through your talking points. Um, no, again, by your, the previous point, it was organizing your material in an effective manner, right? If you're going through them and you notice that you're losing the room, that's, a, that's, a, that's the feedback that you're getting. You got to know how to switch it up. And you got to bring the, your, your customer or your patient or whatever, or the people, your client, 
you got to bring them back in and suck them back into the material. So that's where you start asking questions. It was like, hey, what, what sticks out to you? What do you care about the most? Can you can you elaborate? What what did you find effective? Is there something that you particular? Is there a point that I need to go back to that maybe I brushed off and I was too quick on it? So you try to get their engagement back and their feedback so you know how to take it. And sometimes, dude, those are the best things that you can do when you're doing a presentation or a training because you can really give the your client your or your customer back what they need and not just what you think they need. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's when you get into that, Alex. I love when I'm speaking in front of a crowd and I get these move. Those of you that can't see me, uh, I get the affirmation look like, yeah, yeah, like the head nod, mm-hmm. right? The the raising of the eyebrows, like if you're wanting to bring surprise, like that kind of that kind of physical feedback for me, man, is huge because what that does for me, I don't know if it does it for you, Alex, is I feel more comfortable and the nervousness mm-hmm. if I'm still nervous, right? Because I usually try to get that out of the way the first three minutes. I usually crack a joke. I say something that puts everyone at ease. There is something that I will do that says to the group, hey, we're here together in this because it's a reminder to me that, hey, we're here together in this, right? So it could be, it, it could be, it could be even like, it, it like, hey guys, whoa, this is a big crowd. Huh? I hope I don't get too nervous and butcher this right, up, but here right, we go. And then you I don't can, know what to you know? do with my hands. You guys know what I should do with my hands, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can, it's little things like that. People don't care. They'll be like, oh, okay. Oh, then no, then they'll not. be like, don't worry about it. Just do your thing. And then they, they'll the kind of make up. you, yeah, Absolutely. exactly. Absolutely. Loosen the room up uh, because that's, that's what's going to be even more genuine, right? People are going to be mm-hmm. more intrigued with you, especially if what you're saying is of true value to them, right? So that's where the other one comes into play, right? Where number five comes in and says, hey, let your personality come through. If you're writing this down, let your personality come through. Don't turn into somebody. I cannot stand. I know people, Alex, that when they get on stage, they become so eloquent with the words and the speech that I begin to use that I become a totally and new ambiguous individual. Like they begin to speak that you're like, what? Who? Huh? Who like, is that person? Th- like, yeah. who is that? If you are not genuine, people are going to see right through that. So don't turn into anybody else. Don't be anyone else. Be yourself, right? Be who, like when you speak and you present that people go, oh man, that's all him, right? Versus mm-hmm. who is that guy, right? Because it will it will stick out like a sore thumb, man. And the sixth one, of course, we just talked about it. Alex just yeah, correct. It right? Use, use humor, tell stories, use effective language. It it is what it is. People, people want to connect with you on this level. When you do any kind of presentation, and and this is what I love about public speaking, you've got to remember, you're not talking at them, right? You're talking to them. You talk at them, man, they're going to tune you out in a heartbeat and good luck if they remain in the room to listen to the rest of what you've got to say you may have fantastic things but because you're talking at them they've tuned you out they could sit I mean, there and pretend think, to be intrigued it's, right? it's all about the connection i mean us human beings we we interact in connection and if somebody's not connecting with you we tend to tune them out right um, we all do it i do it you do it i mean we all we all do it so the thing is you got to know how to connect with people and not just be talking like you're saying, just talking to them. You got to know it's a, it's a back and forth conversation. And sometimes the best thing is instead of just reading, 
it's about having the talking points, having outlines. Is right, is right. What you don't want to do is just read off a paper. Like who does that, right? We oh, all. Oh man, that's you, so annoying. You have you have talking points paper. and outlines. Yeah, I mean, you can have your paper, but and it could have just key notes, and that you're gonna be touching. I'm gonna touch on this, 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 and this, and this. But you cannot have a whole paragraph. It's fine if you need it, but you should be practicing on your on your speech and know that. Look, listen, it's not gonna go precisely how you have it on the paper, in the in a presentation, in a meeting, or whatever. It's gonna go completely off of it, and you gotta be ready for that. And it's okay and gotta, if that happens. Yeah, correct. Right. That's so that's basically the key. you gotta go be okay off on that line. Yep. Yep. Right, right, right. Here's the here's we just mentioned this as well. Uh, number eight says use your voice and your hands effectively and omit nervous gestures. I knew a guy, Alex. I'll tell you a story. Story time. Story <clears throat> there's time. a guy. There's a guy who I knew who was a public speaker. He would he would speak publicly, but he had a nasal drip. Do you know what a nasal drip is? <laughs> Probably like when you drop something like, like it. Like like. I don't think there was actual water or snot. Well, it could have been actual liquid. I, I, I could tell you that I thought this man, every time he spoke in public had some kind of thing in his nose that he had to, that he had to, uh, that he had to breathe in or else this liquid was going to pour out his nose. And it was very obvious and it would have been embarrassing. But every time he said a maybe four or five words, it would be this, you know, and that's, that's what I want to encourage you. It was a constant thing. And I, at oh, one wow. point I thought to myself, this is a tick, right? He's using this tick to cope with his nervousness. So every so often, and it was all the time, just like that, just constantly doing that, that you would be more focused on, oh, here it comes. Oh, ah, I got it. I didn't get it. Oh, oh, there it is. Right. Yeah, you would you lose got the so, message. Exactly. Because now you've been completely interrupted by this 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 nervous gesture that I think was was actually something medically that was there, but it turned into a nervous gesture, man. I don't even know. I mean, I, I to this day I'm like, man, I felt horrible for the guy. And he and I heard he recently passed away from COVID, dude. Uh tough, oh, tough thing for sure. Tough yeah. thing. But the ninth <clears throat> number nine says. Grab the attention at the beginning and close with a diamond dynamic end. I love it. I love it. Right. I, anytime I public speak, I always start off with a story, <clears throat> no matter what I start off with some kind of story. And then at the end, I leave you thinking, I want to hear more. Right. Uh, that's how, you know, you've got good content. You can leave people. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Right. Right. That's the key is that you leave people hanging that I want to come back and hear what he says next week. Right. I want to hear, uh, see what he's got to present next time I get an email on this guy. Right. I want to hear his lecture. I want to hear uh, what what teaching series he's got next. I want to hear uh, what he's got scheduled on his next uh, Instagram live or whatever you want. Whatever the case may be, you want to use something to grab their attention that you can put people on the same level as you and then close it off with a dynamic. And so last but not least, Alex, you talked about this one. Yeah. Using audio visual aids. Yep. Like. I mean, it's too many, sometimes too many breaks. And, and if you're having a presentation, for example, this is kind of what it's leading to. And you're, you're going through your dialogues, you hit every single point, but then you bring in a lot of visuals and a lot of stuff that don't have nothing to do with the story. It, you can lose people because you're taking too many breaks to direct people to, to something else. And it's not clear. It's not. So you got to just make sure that you choose 
your audio, visual, or aids, or whatever you're using in, in a, the manner that goes with your story. And, right, right. And, and be able to clarify something. If not, what's the point? So that that's uh, what I would say. And, and that's one thing, you know, all these 10 things are things that you can do to do, help you develop. Um, another thing I would say is maybe start practicing your speech. If you're doing a speech or if you're doing something, maybe try practicing in front practice of- Practice in the mirror. Um, practice in the mirror. Practice in front of a couple of relatives. See how, how if you're coming across clear, if you're not, that it makes sense for them, that it not. You know, those things are right there. I think could help you. I mean, listen, I'm, I'm going to say this. I, I am. I'm going to say this, Alex. Anytime, anytime you're looking to invest in yourself, you always got to be prepared when it comes to public speaking, right? Because someone who can public speak has confidence. Someone who has confidence has the ability to get the job done, right? If you have the ability to get the job done, then sky's the limit, right? That means they have the confidence to hit and go after every little single thing. So listen, I, I'm all about investing in yourself. I And we've talked about this. Wanna, uh, we want to pour growth into you. Yeah, man. Want to say one last thing before we finish on, the, on yeah, this man. particular topic. In practice does not make perfect on this particular aspect. Good communication mm. is never perfect. Nobody expects you to be perfect. However, putting the, you know, like we said, putting the requirement to right. prepare to be a better, to try to be a better speaker by, you know, one thing that can help everybody is listen to people like YouTube, like Harbor people or some other people that are out there speaking at a, a little bit different and, right. and expand your vocabulary. That's why reading always helps and Absolutely. you learn new words because you want to be able to pick up new words. That way you can use them in your arsenal. So that's one thing. Obviously, practice does not make perfect when it comes to communication because we all have flaws. We all get nervous, but it's doing it in a repetition manner that'll help you become a better public speaker. That's right. Put it in your repertoire for oh. sure. Oh, was that the mic? Yeah, it was a drop the mic. Did you just drive it? Dang. Actually, I'll put bussin, a sound effect. Bussin, and just boom. Bussin. There it is. Boom. Well, listen. Listen, I know uh, I, I know you're you're all about it like I am, Alex, when it comes to making sure people, when they walk away from my podcast, uh, anytime they walk away from our podcast, is that they, they walk away enriched. And uh, I, we hope, as always, that you walk away enriched, that you walk away hopefully uh, intrigued, hopefully you learn something, hopefully uh, as you're working out or you're at the office or you're you're riding to work. I don't know whatever the case may be, because I sometimes I listen to our podcast uh, while I'm doing something just just to remind. Oh, yeah, we did talk about that is it's 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 incredibly helpful to always have something that that you can that you can put to good use. So we hope that you're able to put this podcast to good use. But here is the reason I mention all that is with our goals as a podcast to uplift you and to pour into you and to feed you as much as we can, you and your own goals, right? You set these goals for yourself. The end of the year is less than three months away. Let me just remind everyone of that, right? It's less than three months away. You've set some financial goals. You've set some personal goals. You've set some career-based goals for yourself, relationship goals, as we heard earlier, me and Alex. There's so much that you've put on yourself, but there is something about these goals that I need to say to you as we've got less than 90 days for the end of the year, right? If your fiscal, if your personal fiscal year is based on January to December, and we talk about goals, this quote of the day is for you. It says, obstacles are what you see when you take your eye off the goal. 
I'll say it again. One more time. Obstacles yeah, one more time. are what you see when you take your eye off your goal. I'll say it three times, Alex. Obstacles are exactly what you are going to see when you take your eyes off of your goal. My name is Carlos. This is Alex. Thanks for tuning in to the show, guys. Peace out, guys. Peace. Woo!